We're like cat lovers only. Click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say it. There's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a Yeti, man. That's just not going right. to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. Yeah, I know what you're you saying. It's a spoiler guess. We're going to be talking about the new Jedi movie. Right. Yeah, the, the last Jedi. Brady, you called it Return of the Jedi. Well, you know what? If you haven't seen that one yet, it's it's been a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that's what we're going to be doing. And this is Baron, who um, is our resident Star Wars expert that we always invite. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. No problem. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where you want to start. I mean, everybody, I mean, I'm assuming everybody saw the movie already. Yeah. Why don't we just before you say anything, why don't you just go all around and say how you would rate the movie. Just a rating. That's it. Just a simple rating. But why do we have to start that way? Why is a rating important? I think a rate because it gives a baseline of like how you're going to respond. All right, fine. How would you rate the movie? I would rate the movie. I mean, but I'd isn't that it. what we're talking about right now? Right now, I mean, right now we're like talking about the movie and we're going to end up coming to some sort of conclusion about it, right? Yeah, can I just say there was one there's only one part in the movie that really totally bothered me to an extent when I saw it I I almost I I almost thought that I could not go on with the movie. I mean here like I thought I would have to leave. I think we can all agree that 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 there were some there were some really good points to the movie and then there were probably some points that stuck out to us as like why would they do that, Brian? Yeah. I want to I want to take a guess as to the issue, to the part you had issue with. Okay, I'm guessing flying Princess Leia. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Insane. It's completely there's. She's never been able like she's never exhibited any kind of like supreme Jedi, uh, you know, um, mastery before. She's literally in space. I don't know what happens in space. I know you don't explode. But that doesn't seem like you could live through that. I, I mean, mean, but listen, in 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 Leia's defense, she I mean, in times of extreme stress, people do uh, perform extraordinary feats. Would you not say that? I'm with Brady I, on that one. I, I mean, I, they had the opportunity to really go in a really good direction to say, to make a statement, which they're trying to make, I think. And I think this is why most people are pissed off at these movies. I think they had a great statement to finally say, this is not your star Wars anymore. It's the new generation star Wars. Like the, all the old characters that you loved and think are awesome and thought should have done this or that, or should be ended. Look, you don't always get to, that's the whole point of like really good, like storytelling is that the characters it doesn't end when the character makes a heroic they have a heroic journey what happens after that character has that heroic journey they can't continue to have heroic journeys all the time yeah but i would make the argument that it was not leia's turn to do that that this was this was this was luke skywalker's turn to do that you can't kill I leia this and movie luke skywalker was... in the same in the same movie i i sure you can and i really felt that this movie was more about like leia and i didn't like it like i did not like i didn't like any aspect of her after the initial death which would have been perfect by a random star trooper like a stormtrooper just randomly firing into the the uh you know the the, the deck of the ship and killing her and that's not the way it goes sometimes you know what I mean? She's had her story. She's had her heroic journey. Okay, it's time for a. It's time for these new people to come, and they had a chance and a wonderful opportunity to do that right then and there. And decide. And instead, they went. They went. They took the cowards. 
yeah, I'll say it, the coward's way out and decided to like bring her back to life essentially. She looked like a freaking angel when she was flipping around and she like they had like it almost looked like her wings. Yeah, if you certainly look at that scene, there, there was the I mean, why would you of course she looked like an angel. You think that just was a random thought that somebody, you know, that had of course she looked like an angel. That's the whole they don't point. need it. They don't need it. They don't need it. It's not this isn't this, there's no, God is not involved in here. It's the force. Like they don't need this angel, like. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, tell that to Admiral Holdo with her uh, Godspeed wish to. Uh, who was it that she uh, that she wished that to? Poe Dameron. I need to go see this movie a bunch more times to to understand it. Brian, I'm with you. The Princess Leia bit flying through space, like it didn't sit well with me. Not from a force perspective. Not from a. You know, the all of the old characters need to die. She didn't move. She showed like she was like a flying statue of liberty. And mm-hmm. it just I just didn't like how that looked. Now the conventional wisdom is that episode nine was supposed to be the Leia movie. Like Han dies in episode seven, right. Luke finds his end in episode eight, and then Leia finds her end in episode nine. But Disney has also said that they're not going to recast the Princess Leia role. They're not going to digitally recreate her to account for Carrie Fisher's passing. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like for a while there, when she gets blown out in the space, I'm like, oh my word, they're lying. They are going to kill her in this movie, and this is how they're going to tell the story. But I think obviously, it's true. Wait, Braid, were you okay with it? I mean, were you like you were like fine with that whole scene? Listen, I'll tell you what, I I did not like. I was not. I got, it took me a long, long time to get into the movie until I started finally like being like, this is starting to get really good. And the, the Princess Leia was one of many things that prevented me from like getting into it. So like overall, it, it didn't really bother me as much. Like, yes, That's it funny. was weird. Yes, it was like crazy. Yes, it was like, um, I don't really understand it because because of, of of all those things that you had mentioned but as far as like the arc of the story it took it i i don't think that i really got started interested into it until we started really seeing the dynamic that um that ray and luke started having and yeah. that part i mean that was the obviously that that was the story of the piece and i think they took a long time to get too long to get there um they just took too long to get there. I mean, that's what I think was so. That's what, I, and I was saying this. I, I I was keep saying it's no Rogue One. That's what I like Rogue One a lot because it is a straight. I like straightforward like A to B kind of movies here, and this had this kind of like C subplot that didn't really didn't need to be there. I hear a lot about like people are people aren't a fan of the chase scene and down Loratus and 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 all that what do you guys think of Benicio del Toro's character uh, I didn't think of that whole C plot was unnecessary I mean no, I, I mean I, I, I don't think it was unnecessary I think they wrote it in a way that they had to do that but I think it was how did that wait look, I, you know I'll have to see it again but like how did the C plot even advance this really advance the um the plot at all besides and besides making it so that they had to confront the um the uh you know the rep not the rebels the uh what's the new bad guys called not the uh, republic the first or, order the first order and making it like they had to to uh confront the first order i mean the c plot was to me just um yeah but they were building a character that's what they were doing they were building roles no, Rose. Oh, Ro- oh, yeah, Rose. They had to build her character. I mean, they had to... If she's going to continue, which I, I'm assuming that she will, even though... I mean, it, because, one, it creates a, a love interest, right? So that And that takes away from Ray's um, love interest. And th- that'll come up. So it's building that in the future. But it, it's also just... It was also just giving her, you know... So that if you didn't have... Rose there and if you didn't have like I mean there was no reason for Poe or any of them to be in the movie the movie would have just been which uh, which I'm saying I would be perfectly fine with but the movie would just yeah. have been Ray Luke Skywalker and um, uh, 
what's his face? Um, why can't I think of his name right now? The dude. What are you talking about? The dude, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, right, right. Oh, okay. like those were the, that was the interesting thing in the whole in the whole movie. But but apparently they didn't think that they could just make a movie like that. So they had. To I know. I I that's I enjoyed every scene with Luke and Ray. I was totally into. Uh, totally enjoyed every scene with them. I at first I did not like uh, Skywalker's arc. Um, and I was kind of, I felt kind of cheated at the end with the little trickery, you know, the hologram type. No, come uh, on. no you don't, you did not feel cheated. That's ridiculous. I did a little bit. And then I, then as I started thinking about it, I really, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was good. Um, I thought that was a really nice way of kind of wrapping things up. Um, but I could have watched the entire movie. I didn't need, I didn't need any of the C spot, the C plot which really was just kind of even a callback to like the first the, the prequels with all the cgi stuff it was certainly you know? the most prequel-esque and i but but i think i think you're missing the problem of what you just brought up which is the fact that you want them to create new characters and you you can't create new characters if if your plot is just dealing with luke skywalker yeah, I mean, the, yeah the flip side of that is you, you've already got your trio. You've got Ray, Poe, and Finn. Like now we're going to add Rose, and oh, it would be interesting if that turned into like a bitter love triangle between uh, Finn, Ray, and Rose, and animosity there between them. And I think we're going to see a big gap between a big like gap in time between Episode Eight and Episode Nine. So like a lot could go down in that uh in that time frame but 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 literally poe and finn would have not been in this movie if you <laughs> if they didn't have that other plot of where they had to go do that i mean and it also is showing you that that finn needs is a Finn no it's poe needs to be a le- i mean that was the whole point also was that poe needs to be a leader and the way he becomes a leader is through this uh this um like hero i I have to go out and be a hero and then then, like yeah i mean he killed a lot of people i I mean mean, that's the problem like uh, a lot he killed basically everybody everybody there was a lot more death in this movie than i was expecting frankly i mean everybody i mean i liked rogue one everybody dies in rogue one but this was like Lots of lots of people <laughs> died in this f- movie yeah. for yeah. no reason, and and without any kind of like yeah. fanfare, it was just like they just got blown up. Yeah. So I mean, um, I, don't I know. wanted to go back. I, I wanted to go back, and I really thought um, when you had uh, when you said it took you a while to get into the movie, I was into it right away. Like as soon as like as soon as that comes down, like the. First shot, you know, you read the scroll and then you. Okay. Like, I love space battles. I mean, that to me, I thought that I thought all the space battles were super cool. Um, And the the whole like those bombs felt really. uh, I know I've heard like I've heard some things about like why are bombers so slow in space? Like, and probably Baron could tell us why, like that's not true because of the physics involved and stuff. Like everything should probably go at the same speed. I don't know, but in any case, like, like I really like that whole imagery of like going across and like dropping the bombs and being able to see into. Like it was, it was cool seeing like the wide shots going into the the close up shots of the pilots. I thought that was filmed very nicely. Yeah, I'm... I did like the so the got... bombing sequence. Um, people that are trying to hate on the movie, they're all like, you know, bombs aren't going to fall in space because there's, there's no acceleration. There's all kinds of different ways you can explain it. Like they're, they're magnets or something. And the, the mm-hmm. best comment I heard was, um, a guy named Pablo Hidalgo, who is on the story group for Lucasfilm. So he's like, he's in charge of all of this stuff and continuity and all those things between all the different properties. He had the greatest comment. He says, you know, in 1980, nobody was complaining when the TIE fighters were dropping bombs in the asteroids on the space slug and all of that. Nobody was complaining that there wasn't any gravity there or there shouldn't have been gravity mm-hmm. there. 
And the same thing goes here. I thought that was a really cool scene. Um, Brittany, you were talking about people dying. Like, that was, like, very early on to kind of get a little bit attached to this character. Like, the pilot that had to sacrifice herself and she's kicking the ladder and everything to get the remote. Like, my first thought was, because I knew, I knew that was Rose's sister. I'm like, oh, how's she going to get out of this? Is she going to sacrifice herself? How's this going to work? And then when, like, she sacrifices herself, I was... I was a little shocked. That was early on in the movie for me to connect with the character and then lose the character right away like that. Yeah, I mean... So, Baron, I have a question. I what? Well, look, I have a question for Baron real quick. So, Baron, you said you already knew that that was Rose's sister. Is Are those two people, Rose and her sister, are they... you As far as... Are they part of the multiverse? Like, you've read the books and stuff like that. So, so are they... Do they appear elsewhere? Um, not that I know of, um, I, I'm not in, like, I don't do the, the comics and all those sorts of things, but in, um, I did see some interviews with Kelly Marie Tran, who is the actress that played Rose. She talked about how Rose's sister was a star pilot. So like, that's, that's how I knew that. It was like an interview from comic con or something like that, that I saw. Okay. Yeah. There's actually very little. No, I shouldn't say that. I just haven't read it yet. I just got it for Christmas. Um, there's There was a novel called Canto Bite. That's the casino planet. So there is like a novel about backstory there, but I don't think it's got anything to do with like Finn and Rose or anything like that. I just, uh, the other thing that bothers me is if her sister is like in Starfleet and is the pilot and she's watching like uh, escape pods. Then how is she the, an expert pilot all of a sudden at the end of battle? Like that's what I don't understand about Star Wars. Everybody can just jump into a pilot, uh, like jump into a, an aircraft and like fly it like expertly all the freaking time. I don't understand any of that. They're not basically the same, man. Yeah, but I, I, Luke. Okay, Luke Skywalker in the, can jump into a a, a pilot, an X wing, and fly it no problem. So can then then that just sets up the standard where any any. Any fool can jump into a pilot and uh, and an advanced machinery. Yeah, that, was, that was well established. He says, "I'm not such a bad pilot myself." Well, like he, when they're negotiating he said with that. Fine, that's what I'm saying. But like, what did Rose? I mean, why can Rose just jump in at the end and become this uh, pilot, flying not only well in a, a, a hunk of junk, right, but then being able to like fly past uh, Finn and then come in from the side and get, like, come on. Like that takes some skill. I uh, that didn't bother me. That bothered yeah, me. I, I think that's. <laughs> I, I just assume. I, I assume that it's like it's like a car. Like like you know how to drive a car, right? I know how like, to drive a car. I don't know how to drive a race car. I don't know how to drive a race car in a that race. Much, like the, it totally the, everything's is. basically the same. Everything's basically the same. Yeah, so, like if you get into a sixteen wheeler, it doesn't mean I'm an expert. No, if I but look, you can drive it. I could steer it. This doesn't mean that I could keep it on the road and not crash into something immediately. That's but what you've I'm got all the droids. About. You got the droids to help you. Not in those rust buckets that they had. Were there droids in that one, Baron? Were there droids? No, there weren't droids were. in those. No, see, that's what I'm talking about. It was even harder in those. No, it's probably it's like driving a motorcycle, man. Driving a motorcycle is hard. Yeah, you know what's not... me about those things? No windshield. You're driving yeah. on a salt planet with no windshield, like. <laughs> Your eyes are just going to desiccate and fall out. You know what bothered me about that salt planet? The, when it was this great scene that I thought, where like they're lining up in the trench, and the dude gets out with his binoculars or whatever, and you see this like um, these red footprints, and I'm like, look at how badass this guy is! Like, there's blood like pouring out of his like leg and stuff, and he's still able to like get up there and like lead the charge. Like these people look show how like weak but determined they are. I thought that was awesome. And then the guy like reaches down and like licks the and I'm like, what is this guy doing? And he's like, it tastes like salt. And then I'm like, oh, it's a salt planet. Like, why do you even need that? that I felt so robbed in that moment. I, I didn't get that at all. Brady, I'm going to save that scene for you. In that scene, the guy next to the guy that tastes the salt, that was uh, Gareth Edwards uh, making a cameo. Gareth Edwards was a director of Rogue One. All right, so it's still better. But why does it? But I, it, it does. 
that doesn't why does he reach down and say oh it's salt who cares if it's salt one who cares if it's salt or not two it should have been blood because that would have been better yeah I think it made it. I think the salt planet made a cool effect when they were like with those monopods or whatever. The I'm not saying it doesn't make a cool effect, but what I'm saying Although is. I don't know why you why need did, a monoski. But why I did you. I don't get that. Why, who, like, if you see dirt on the ground, do you like stick your finger in it and taste it and be like, oh, it's dirt? Like, why would you do that? If you see something strange, do you automatically <laughs> taste it? This, I, I don't, Bro, I, you're I speaking mean, like a person who's lived on the same planet his entire life. Like, there are in all kinds of different planets. Who knows what it could be? You could be a, go to a planet that's sugar. But that's you what I'm saying. You could salt. go to a planet that's poison. Like, why would you put your finger there and lick it? <laughs> that makes no in no, especially if it's red. Red, you're dead. That's that's like that's throughout anything. I, you don't eat I thought yellow. Doesn't yellow kill a fellow? Uh, red red plants you're typically supposed to stay away from. Am I right, Baron Boy Scout? Yeah, like I, an apple. I, <laughs> there are green apples. Brady, I'm red ones that too. tasting it is not the best way to establish what the surface <laughs> of the planet is made of. Um, there's probably safer ways to do that, but but that's my. You point. have to this explain is, to the audience what it is. But this is my point. This is my point is that there was a lot of I thought good cinematography in this, and I thought some of the writing was well, but I think a lot of it was very much like on the nose writing and that was that was a problem in the very beginning i thought at the end i thought it was i thought it, you know i was just lost in in the the story which was really good but before that it just took me a while to be like why are they telling me everything instead of just showing me stuff that's and, and like and then you then they showed me stuff that was like why would they need to show me this? Like, this doesn't need to be in here. Like, do I really need to see Luke, like, reach down and, like, milk a sea creature and drink green yeah, blood and look at green thing and then look back up and say, like, look at what I have to do? Like, I, I don't understand any of that. That was blue milk. Like, that's the that's the where blue milk comes from. It was from. green. It looked green to me. I didn't I didn't really I didn't I didn't put it together. Well, it was blue milk. Clearly, it wasn't pasteurized. So it changes <laughs> color a little bit after pasteurization. Well, I, I thought that was I thought that was an odd scene too. I just thought that was weird. Um, but I mean, like like I said, overall, I was I, I have a few questions, and I think Baron can answer some of the questions. I have actually one major question for Baron, and I think he can answer it for me. And I'm completely I'm still confused about this. But who the heck is is Snoke? Is Emperor Snoke? We we don't know. Like, what? Oh, well, thanks, Baron. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> no, nobody knows. Like, if you think about, um, if you think about what Episode Seven did, and all of the, like, all of the, all of the mysteries. Who's Snoke? Uh, who are Ray's parents? What's Luke's reaction to the lightsaber going to be? What Episode Eight did was took like all of that stuff and said it. It doesn't matter. Luke's parents are nobody, or um, Ray's parents are nobody. Luke's just going to take this lightsaber, throws it over his shoulder, doesn't care. Um, Snoke, it doesn't matter. We're not even going to try and explain his origins. I think it's going to come back around again. I like we've we've got to learn more about Ben Solo's fall to the dark side and how how he got there beyond just my uncle is standing over me, ready to kill me. Um, like there needs to be. There well, needs to be an explanation of how he got in touch with Snoke, and I think we're going to see some of that because we keep seeing these flashbacks now. In Episode Seven, Episode Eight, we saw flashbacks. I think we're going to see a flashback in Episode Nine. Somehow, that's going to tell the story of how how he met Snoke because J.J. Abrams is doing Episode Nine now, so he's he's going to go back, and I think he's going to dust some of that stuff off that Ryan Johnson kind of swept under the rug. I guess I just I, I've just been confused because like it's, it hasn't been that. The period of time between, uh, you know, the last uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens is not really that long, right? About it's like, 30 what, years. 30 years or so. Like, so, and when, when Ben um, Solo, when he's getting trained, he's only a young kid. So let's say between this time of Empire, I'm sorry, not Empire, but by, by the time of um, Last Jedi 
or I'm sorry, uh, Jedi Returns, Return of the Jedi, to when, you know, Ben Solo, like, freaks out because Luke Skywalker, Skywalker had a thought about killing him. He's, that's maybe, like, what, 10 years, 15 years? Like, where does Snow, like, where did Snow come from? Snoke had to be there, right? Because Ben, because Ben Solo must have said, screw this and left, and then Snoke comes. Well, who, but Snoke is like this guy who's like, he seems like he's been around the block. Well, Baron, Baron, who who took over, essentially when the Emperor died and Darth Vader died, who took over as far as like a dark side master or whatever? The, this, the story hasn't been told. Like, there's no indication as to who the... Who, who the leader the of the Sith was? Yeah, they're like who who filled that power vacuum? Presumably Snoke. I, I mean, I don't right. know. I th- I think before Luke pulls the lightsaber on uh, on Ben, I I think Ben must have had some kind of contact with Snoke before that. I I feel like that's that's got to be there. I feel like that was insin- uh, insinuated at some point that it was kind of implied that. Snoke and Ben had contact before he left. I don't think Ben just runs away and Snoke scoops him up and says, oh, here, I'll help you and all that. I think there was a connection before that. Mm. What I, do you think about uh, what do you think about uh, Ray's parents? Because I like that. I like the fact that her parents are nobody. Yeah, I liked how they built that up, man. I liked how they built that up to be like, you know who your parents are. They are. I mean, t- to me, it was like. You know who your parents are. They are. And I think to me, I was like, oh, it's like their brother and sister, right? And just like Leia and, uh, and Luke. And I was like, oh, the parents are Leia and Han. And like, that's the whole thing. And I like how they built that up to be like, you know, they're nobody. I, I, I appreciated that kind of setup. Yeah. But do you think J.J. Abrams going to keep it? I don't know. I don't know. He's got I'm, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with it if he doesn't. Actually, he doesn't have to. Fi- he doesn't have to keep it because he could just be like, "Oh well, Kylo Ren was just lying." You know, yeah. lying. I liked that whole. I liked everything about Kylo Ren and Ray, and mostly because I I like Ray. I like Ray's character a lot, and I think she brought Kylo uh, that character up to another level when she started like interacting with him. I thought that was really good, and frankly, I think. Skywalker. I thought Luke Skywalker, his character uh, came to life when he started interacting with her as well. I mean, I think she, she's her character, and and her as an actress, I think she's been doing a really great job. But her character, I think, is really uh, what's driving the whole thing. And I think, it, I mean, it, it overshadows everything else. I think. I don't know. I think Luke came alive pretty well on his own there when he. Uh, when he came to crate and through the like pr- the force projection doing that that was pretty cool certainly but before inter- that i thought he was kind of he was kind of he was he wasn't he wasn't anything until he i think he started realizing that he didn't need like the whole thing with like um with yoda which i think they did a great job with like bringing back the practical yoda that was like perfect. Um, That's great. That was great. And then Yoda just being like, "Huh," and like blowing it up anyway. Is that? Is, did she have the books? Like, did I see the books again? Yeah, the books are in a drawer in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. So like Yoda was like, the books aren't in there anyways, idiot. I mean, I would imagine, right? I mean, imagine. I. I, I think the point that I think I think Yoda was great in the fact that like, I mean, his whole point is like. You know, Luke Skywalker always living in the future right. or in the past. He's never living in the in the present. And like this stuff doesn't matter. Right. And, but it I think it does not matter. Right. So I think my point is that he, that he, when he started realizing that because of because of Yoda, but then because of Rey, mostly, I think that's when he became really awesome. And that's when he did the force projection and was badass. And that was awesome. Yeah, I you know Mark Hamill was probably like pretty weak in the first. I, I I guess I'm not telling any tales out of school here. He was not a strong actor in the first three movies. I'm sorry, the first uh, whatever you know what I'm talking about. Right. This New Hope, blah blah blah. Um, I was real. I really enjoyed his performance. Yeah, in so this did one. I. So did I. I'll be honest. I th- I thought he did a good job. Like he, 
he really portrayed Luke as like a jerk and just the way he was treating Ray and everything. And it, it really was kind of like, here's this whiny, I want to go to Tashi station and pick up some power converters and Mm -hmm. like that person grown up, he's just completely self-centered, completely selfish, uh, a jerk. And then Yoda has to come in, smack him around and then he can go and, I think do the force projection and yeah, all I, that. And I agree, but I think also like he's 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 impulsive like he's always been impulsive and that's part of why he never stayed anywhere to get tr- truly trained and that was his downfall with Ben. I mean, he was impulsive. He automatically said I have to and whether I mean, whose whose story are you going to believe? I don't know, but if you believe um Luke's story where he was impulsive and did it and then immediately realized but but it was too late by that point. I think that's the story of his life, man. That's what he always happens. He always does yeah. something impulsive, realizes it's too late, and then there's some consequences. But at this time, you know, he was able to finally come to an understanding that he doesn't need to be, you know, this this always thinking about the future, but he can be totally in the present. And that's when he kicked some butt. And I think that was a really good, you know, First, you, sh- you show some character flaws in there. You make him a full character. You take what everybody always kind of complains about Luke and you put it in as some- something that he, like, grows from. And now, like, he's awesome. I have no problem saying I like Luke Skywalker. Now, in the past, yeah. I would have never said that. I kind of liked I liked Yoda, but I also liked Luke. I liked that whole – I've always kind of, like, felt I've, – I've, I've liked Luke. I've always kind of liked him um, as a character. Um, but let me ask you this. So like when he is right at the end, after he does his uh, projection, his force projection, oh, wait, for, projection first of all, or whatever. Can I ask, Baron, did you know he was a force projection at that point? You know, I was going to ask you guys this. I'm watching it and I'm thinking, wait a minute. His hair's different. It's the same thing. His beard's like, darker. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this oh, is oh. a bad edit. Where's the cut? Where's the cotton? Where's the script? Doc? Like, where's the I script was, supervisor? Who's I in was, charge of continuity here? They screwed it up. That's I my was, thought. I was like that for a second, but then I was like, oh, it's just the same old Luke. He was able to take the time to like cut his hair, you know, and because I didn't even notice the beard as much, but I noticed the hair and I was like, oh, that's him. He can, cut, you know, take, oh, I'm going to go do this great thing. I might as well look good. It's the same old Luke. And that's what I was thinking the whole time. So. Yeah, I, I, I just figured it was like him getting like dressed up. Yeah, exactly. I did notice the beard is what I saw the most was like, I was like, oh, there's not really a lot of gray in that beard. Like. I thought it was weird that he would color his beard before going to no, like see, I planet missed, or I missed whatever. the beard. I saw the hair and I was like, yeah. The beard is what I saw. He was able to get a haircut before he but was. But it didn't. I didn't like the brush off, but um, so anyway, so what oh, I was yeah, asking. Oh, yeah, brush off oh, I love that. Oh, I hate that brush off. <laughs> the brush, the brush oh, off was word. terrible. It was awful. Uh, so here's what my question is like, so I, what I didn't, I must have missed it, but like, so, he, you know, he does the force projection and, uh, he goes back to Luke, and then there's a shot of Luke like looking into the sun, and then he see like it's a shot of just the sun. Two, there were two suns, there, though, weren't there? Was there something in the sun? No, I think it, it was, was like, like a, a cloud, maybe. It was a okay. Uh, it might have been a cloud, but I think there were two. There were, it wasn't a two suns. I mean, I was getting, I was getting um, flashbacks of uh, Tatooine, and you know, and like this idea that it's kind of this secular type of thing. Okay. Yeah, I, the, I just think the music it, was definitely doing that. And there were a couple times that and I, like, I'm not good at picking out, Oh, that's this particular melody from this particular song. There were a couple times where it just smacked in the face. Like, Oh my word, he's playing that music. It's a light motif. This is, it's called a light. Yeah. Motif. Like, like all that kind of stuff. And that, at that point, it definitely happened. Like the the binary sunset, um, twin sunset music was playing. Then I think, and it was, I thought that was really cool. I thought I thought it was a a nice end to uh, to Luke's story. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was nice too, uh, just in the fact that it was like I was expecting because I didn't know it was a force. Ex- uh, I don't know what I, is it called a force projection. I don't know what it's called, but I didn't. But I um. I didn't know that, and I I knew like Luke was gonna be like the same thing as like Obi Obi Wan Kenobi, where he's like you strike me down. It's like not even a, a little bit of a fight, and then he strikes him down. So um, I liked that it was like a bigger a bigger fight, and that the strike down happened, but yet 
it was still such like a, uh, a frustration for Kylo Ren. I love how Kylo yeah. Ren is gets. It's the same thing with like um, Darth Vader. Darth Vader is always like at the end of like every movie, he's just kind of like like has his fist in the air and like hanging his head, being like, "Oh, you got me again!" Yeah, like like that's yeah. Kylo Ren all the time too, which I kind of like. I mean, Darth Vader. Ne- I don't. Why Darth Vader never did any. Like, what did he do? He always lost everything or was defeated in some small way every single time. I think he. I think he kicked a lot of ass. I mean, just that. I mean, if you look at the end of uh, Rogue One. Yeah, that's. I fair. mean, he. I mean, it's not like he doesn't know how to. You know. I'm not use saying he doesn't know how to use a lightsaber. However, he like he always just. Maybe he's better with the bigger, big, big picture, but like the little things like fall through the cracks with him, and those are the things that like brought his downfall. And yeah, I, but I that's feel like the Kylo nature Ren- of a. It's the nature of like the serialized fiction. Like the the, the bad guy can't win because if the bad guy wins, then the the serial's over. Like, listen, I can't... don't have movies where like I'm, I'm all I'm saying. All I'm saying is like I like I like the idea that like like Kylo Ren is the same kind of frustrated, which just makes him more like deeper into the dark side. I mean, if you're constantly frustrated and pissed off, uh, I would imagine the dark side is pretty tempting. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. He, and he, you know, Adam driver does a good job of that, of being like just the, the petulant whiny kid. That's just going to throw a temper tantrum if things don't go his way. And, but you and know, while he did, but but the, but what I liked about and what turned me with Kylo because I I agree like I thought Kylo was totally like why is this guy constantly whining and moaning and being like but the thing that turned me was like his like he saw an opportunity and he took it and it's not like he's like satisfied to be like oh shucks man I'm always like the missing out or the loot he saw this opportunity he took it and uh. And I think that was great. For me, that was like, oh, this guy has a plan. He knows what he wants. And he's... He's ambitious. He's ambitious, yeah. Which is... And, and takes advantage of of situations, which I think was pretty awesome. Yeah, he definitely... I love the way Double Cross Snoke. Yeah. I don't know if you call it Double Cross. But I, like, I, I love how that went down. How he was able to mask his thoughts from Snoke that I'm going to kill my enemy, but masking who his enemy was. It spoke to a lot of that. He's like super powerful in the force that he can, Mm -hmm. that he can make that sort of deception happen to somebody else. Who's supposedly super powerful in the force. That's just what bothers me about Snoke. Like this, there's this guy, I, I don't know who he is. He's supposed to be super powerful. Never heard of him before. I don't think he can wrap it up in, you know, this new movie coming up. I don't think yeah, flashbacks are going to do but, it for him. But how powerful did you really need to be? If there's a power vacuum, you don't need to be the most powerful when literally no one else. I mean, when you destroy all the je- Jedis and he all the dark side. But, but Snoke is super powerful in the fact that he's like, he's like force grabbing people all over the place. So what, like, anybody can force he's grab? Pro- he's projecting himself onto different things. I mean, he's Princess clearly Leia. got... Yeah, yeah, he's clearly, he's well. I don't know. He is clearly a. Uh, I think he's clearly a powerful dude, and that's what pisses me off because it's like, well, where would he come from? How come I never heard of him before? Yeah. How come he wasn't with the emperor? How I, come Vader didn't know about him? Yeah, but then if he's so powerful, how come he didn't? How come he wasn't the emperor? I mean, uh, for uh, there was a power vacuum, and somebody took control, and that person maybe wasn't the most powerful, but who else is there? to to even go up against him or even try to go up against him there's nobody except except Luke Skywalker who disappeared and um Ben who is this person that he pulled over to the dark side to help him i mean i th- there's nobody else to stand in his way yeah, you don't have to be powerful Snoke, but the way Snoke looks but look at look at Snoke it looks like he's been through a, a few battles i mean it looks like he has been like 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 as all those like Sith like emperors look like they've looked like they've been like just completely changed by the force. Yeah, dark but that's side changed by the dark side. It doesn't mean he's just he's the only one funneling the dark side at this point. Like who else is there? 
No, it's it's a big galaxy. There's going to be people out there that are force users that are going to be that are going to be evil, and then there's people out there that are force users, like that little kid at the very end. I don't know if you caught it. I didn't catch it. I had to hear about it later. But that little kid at the end, when he gets the you broom didn't see to that? go sweep up, no, I missed that. Come on, Baron. I'm too busy thinking. Oh, I want this kid to be force sensitive. I missed him grab the broom, and I'm thinking, <laughs> when he goes out there, I'm like, I want him to use the force to clean up the hay, and I missed the whole broom bit. But that's the point. Like, he, I, I don't know if I, 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 I did. I just didn't think that was a great ending. There was a cl- like you didn't like it, or you missed it that, that he used the force. No, I, I saw it, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like it. It's like, yeah, okay, there are other force users. I get it out there, but like, I, I thought it should have ended more Luke centric instead of just some. I guess it was kind of it was you Luke know, echoes of Luke. Yeah, yeah. of course. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't like the a, kid. Well, I don't want to tell you Bad about casting. that. casting. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, he's a little <laughs> kid. <laughs> you know, standing there with the, the lights. I mean, the I mean, the shadow was like the important part of that, right? Because it was like looked like somebody with a, a, a lightsaber. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got the I got the reference. Well, I'm, I, I'm talking to Baron because that, obviously he didn't see. Yeah, Baron clearly didn't see it. <laughs> No, like the shadow that I understood and and all that, and maybe I was a little bit disappointed that it was just the slave owner walking in the room instead of like somebody there to rescue them. But that's the you know that's the spark. They're the the seed that's going to feed the rebellion or whatever they're going to call it when they get to episode nine. Okay, so predictions now. I think it's time. We've been talking for a while. Any any predictions about what episode episode nine is all about? Well, let's start with Baron because I want to I want to hear what he knows. I'm sure he knows something. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know anything. I mean, I've heard a lot of speculation. I, I think there's going to be a big gap in time between, um, between eight and nine. I think. Um, I think Ray is going to. Like she, she's going to have come into her own as a as a force user, and like she's going to be. She's going to be like that Luke Skywalker legend character was to her. Like, that's what she's she's going to be that. Um, I think uh, I think Poe will be the military leader of the uh, of the resistance or whatever that is. And I think it's going to be a big, drawn out, giant battle between them and the First Order somehow. Like, I. What I really want to know, Ryan Johnson signed on for another trilogy. And what I really want to know is what's that other trilogy? Is that just some other thing completely? Or is that 10, 11, 12? Because that, that's really going to influence what my predictions are. But I, we're not going to know that for quite some time, what that trilogy is going to be. So that was the long way of saying I don't really have any concrete predictions for episode nine. <laughs> I, I don't have any. I don't really have any predictions either. I mean, I um. I I, I really have no idea where this is going. Like I, I, it got a little confusing for me, in the sense of um. Like I really thought there'd be. It, there's no. It doesn't seem like there's any uh, Jedi masters, right? So Ray is on her own. She doesn't have a master. So how is she going to really learn the Force as far as being like uh being able to lead? You know, either either spiritually in this whole like, you know, this whole hokey religion of the force. She doesn't have any of that background. She she just knows how to kind of use the force in order to like, I don't know, throw things around and grab lightsabers. Hmm. That's all I've seen her be able to do. Like so like how does she get any better? Like how does she in the span of time between between these episodes, how does she get better? Is what I'd like to read those books. I guess she has the books. That's right. I forgot the books are in the Millennium. Yeah, I mean the books. I mean the books are there. I think, you know, but but Luke Skywalker didn't read the books. Like that's. I mean, Yoda went out specifically said, "Hey, did you read those books?" And Luke basically says, "Well, I never really got around to it. Like I figured I'd get to them sooner or later." I mean, I think there's. I mean, Luke did a lot of like, and this is one thing I said to 
to Baron, I, I said that I like how the these new ones are kind of making the first three like irrelevant in the sense that like I don't need like this was a better explanation of the force than what the first three episodes claimed to be what the force was. Right. I, I like this. I like this explanation of the force much, much better. I like the fact that anybody can be a force user. You know what I mean? Like the force is within everybody. Right. So I think. It doesn't mean about metachlorians or whatever the hell they were called. Right. So I think what I, what I, what I like about it is that then that gives Ray the opportunity to really like be able to dive in and meditate on it and reach. She already can reach out. Right. So, like, what is learning the force other than, like, reaching out and learning the connection between things and how to how to manipulate those connections? Right. And you can like use that for good or you can use it for evil. But whatever. That's like, I think, what she can do. And I think I would predict that Mark Hamill will be back as Luke Skywalker in a, you know, force ghost. Um, And that, I think, will help guide her through some rough times or whatever Um, yeah i think you're right because i think i mean mean, clearly leia will you know will be in the scroll in the very beginning we'll have to say something by about leia's demise um and how they handle that i don't know but i bet that'll be right in the scroll in the very beginning and then i think um i think i think luke comes back as a force ghost not in a big way but like here and there to help as a kind of like, was it ex machina ex machina? What what is that? Where the ex machina ex machina when the ghost there's like a uh, something comes to help the main character go through that has nothing to do with what is that called? You're the film dude. I know I'm the film dude. That's why I'm trying to remember it. It's the thing that comes that happens. Like it's like it's like not it's like not part of the world, but something happens. Uh, just to kind of move the story along. Dang. Is it MacGuffin? No, it's not a MacGuffin. It's the. Oh, you're it's talking a, about the movie Ex Machina. No, no, it's 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 like it's it's called the God's Machine. It's God's Machine, I think it's called, because essentially it's just like everything is lost, and then something has to come in to like from like outside. Oh man, what is it called? I don't well, know. let me let me say this. God, while you're I think thinking it's called about, God, God's machine in some in, in like Latin or something. But like know. Mark Hamill has Mark Hamill has said that he does not like he did not like the way his character the way Luke ended up, and he did not like he he basically said everything that you've written for Luke, I don't like and I don't agree with. So I mean, why would he come back for the the final one? Well, he's going to come back for the final one because he's a invested member of the the franchise and he's like he's he's also said that you know i i disagree with the direction that the writer went with this but the writer's my boss so i'm going to go with what the with what the boss says i thought Um, he i thought he ended up being satisfied with what happened i think he i i think you're right brady like he he was in the end but when he first read it like he was he was pretty unhappy that he didn't he didn't like the direction that the character was going and he thought they were doing it all wrong. And, but he, you know, he, he did what they told him and he put a good performance into it. And I think he, yeah, he's been on record saying, I really love this film. I really liked, really liked the way it ended up. Do you think that Kylo Ren turns to the good side or the light or whatever it is? Why do you, what do you, it's not, there's no good side, right? There's just the force and the dark side, right? Or, I mean, why is that, I hope, actually, I hope he stay. I hope he has to be defeated. Like I think that would be an interesting turn. Like here's this, like this dude, and he is just plain evil. And you see him as he, he, you don't. He, there's no redeeming. I don't know. I think that's. That I think that's really harsh for like a kids movie. I guess, but like, that's the thing. Are they kids' movies? Yeah, I think they are kids' movies. I think they've turned into. I mean, I don't think they are. 
Uh, yeah, I think you're right, Brian. They're not for us anymore. Certainly, like the. I mean, I think they are a little bit. I still I enjoy them, and and I enjoy them because of what they're doing and how they're telling stories with the old characters and being what I would call quote unquote true to like how I feel. You know, like I think a lot of people feel um, rather than the first three. But um, but you don't put like those little kind of like, I don't know, puffer birds in there without like having some sort of like bend. They're called boards. Okay, you don't put them in there without. And like, I just feel like. Yeah, I mean, I feel Rogue One was not a kid's movie. But. Yeah, that one wasn't so much. You know why those porgs were there? Where they were shooting an island on Skelly Michael, there's a bunch of puffins on that island, and the puffins are protected, and they weren't allowed to displace the puffins. So they had to, like, each of those, each of the porgs that you see just in, like, the long shots and establishing shots and things like that, they're actually puffins that were all digitally retouched to make them look like porgs. Ah, see? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um but still, I mean, they made them cute. Well, yeah, and they they went a little bit further than just having to. Well, that blue milky puppets. cow thing wasn't too cute. Yeah, but no, it, was, it, was. it was it was it was not like I, I mean I don't know. I'm all I'm saying is like I think that uh, I think in, if you're thinking about traditional hero's journey and story. Um, Kylo Ren probably does some redeeming act in the in the end. I think because he's think this not. Is, this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. The first time that they, as soon as as soon as Leia went out the window, it should have been stop right there, and it should have been like everybody now knows that this is no longer, uh, you know, Campbell's hero's, you know, journey. Like this is a new thing. They and... can't do that. That's why they have. But that's why they have Rogue One. That's why they have Boba Fett. That's why they have Han Solo. Right? Is that right? They're doing Boba Fett and Han Solo next or whatever. I don't know about Boba yeah, Fett. So- Han Solo. Solo comes out in May, but I don't know. They haven't said anything specifically about a Boba Fett film yet. But that's what's interesting about those films because those films they can do a lot with that doesn't necessarily have to have this like arc. But but you can't. But like the point of Star Wars is harking back to the serials, the matinees, which all had the same kind of arc in it. And so I, I don't that's think you can take that away. That's not saying that's your Star Wars. That's not like, my that's Star Wars. That's our Star Wars. That is Star is. Wars. That is Star yeah. Wars. T- like, that's what it is. That's what they're, it's, the original was referencing. So it's like you can't just then be like, oh, I'm referencing. I'm just referencing the original and changing it. Then it becomes something else. That's what you have these breakoffs. That's what's so interesting about these like breakoffs, I think. But the main story has to be, has to be the hero. Always got to be the. But the, the hero's journey. It's the like, hero's journey is in everything, though. It's not played out. Any movie has the hero's journey. You take a movie. That's what it is. It's, it, but that's what it's. But it's. It's obvious. It's like it's not. It's not fun if you know Kylo Ren is going to turn at the end. If you know he's going to turn at the end, but it's you, not fun. But do, if but, he but, doesn't but, turn at the end, it's interesting. But this we're having this conversation. We don't know if he's going to turn at the end. I'm saying, yeah, probably. I think that might be. I think that might be interesting. How does that happen? Like, but then again, it's not Kylo Ren. Like, what if about Ren? Ren's. I mean, I've, I've just I just like spent a long time like talking about Ren and how I I liked her as a character. But if she doesn't do anything, her character is one dimensional. She's like this all present like good thing. She can go stare like the dark side in in the in the face and see multiple versions of her and be like eh it just it didn't show me what i wanted to see i mean th- no, that's, that's like the whole the, but that was the point it didn't show her what she because what she wanted to see were who her parents were and she knew who her parents were nobody she, but, nobody but but it's, but it's so it's it didn't show her anything but that but that's not the same thing that the, the when you go down to the dark side you see your fears you see your worst fear and that what was her worst fear Nothing. It was nothing. She has no fears. She fears but she nothing. Went to, she, she went to the dark side right away. Yes, Luke said exactly. That she, she went to. She found but, it right away. And that's my point. She went right away because she didn't fear it at all. She did not 
fear the dark side. She had no fear of it. And and a matter of fact, not only does she have no fear of it, she has no idea why it could turn you in, or be interesting. She, she That's dangerous. I think that's dangerous. I think that's dangerous then. If she turns, that'll be wonderful. If we if we end and if we end the story that uh the rebellion is is destroyed, and now the the two Sith masters are Rey and uh, no, Ren. No, that can't happen. Uh, Kylo Ren. If that would happen, then Kylo Ren, his redemption would be turning on Rey. You can't. That, that doesn't happen in a movie because that's boring. You can't have a movie where it's just. It's that's but that's the other thing. You can't just have a movie where it ends. Everything's terrible. I mean, you can have movies like that and they're interesting in their own way. But but you can't have the third part of a series be. Yeah, and I agree with you. I agree with you. You have to have. Yeah, Brian, if that was going to happen, that was going to happen in episode eight. You have to. I think it should. That's what I, I think it should have. I even said before we before I even saw the movie. I thought it'd be interesting if Ray went over. If that's what she did, if she went to the dark side. If Luke was ineffective and, uh, you know, just uh, incompetent as he has been shown throughout the movies and she goes to the dark side, I think that would be – I thought it would be an interesting film if it did that. that I like the film as it is. Like I was really impressed with it. I enjoyed myself the entire time except for the one scene with Leia. But besides that, everything I enjoyed about the movie. But I thought it would have been interesting if we would have been – if it would have gone dark, like real dark. But – it probably could have went darker, and and I think Ray is a big part of that because she, there's no, there was no point where I was like Ray is going to turn at any point because she's not like I think that's what's so powerful about her, and so it'd be it's going to be interesting to see, I mean that could be an interesting movie where Ray turns and Kylo Ren, is this is the hero. And finds his redemption, yeah. could be yeah. interesting. I- yeah, I don't see that happening though. I don't see it interesting yeah, either because Disney's going in a direction of um, women protagonists, which I think is a good direction. I'm not saying it's a bad I think direction. it's a good direction I think it's too. A totally good direction. I, I however, I, just you can't as, then have a, a this this push at women protagonists and then have her become the most evil person. It can't happen. Yeah, I, I, we haven't even got to, and I think it's gonna we we could go on for another two hours, but like. The the fact that uh, like there are some dudes that are upset about like uh, uh, Poe like getting kicked off the bri- the bridge and uh, the woman commander like yeah, well, have course, you have you of course I'm sure there are people upset about that that's that so weird me. Like, it's, well I know but that's what I'm saying it's like that's to me that's bizarre it's bizarre. There's women commanders in the United States Army right now, Navy, Air that's, Force. It doesn't matter. people that are looking for a reason to be mad about something. Like, that's all it is. Well, there's plenty of people that are mad about something. Well, I don't know. It'd be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, I said, this is what's funny. When, when I was seeing the first three, I said the third one, I said the third one has to be good. It has to be good because I was disappointed with the others. I was like, there's no way they can make There's no way they could make this bad because it's like the end of all the Jedi. And we get to see we get to see Darth Vader become Darth Vader. Like, how could they mess that up? And they messed it up. But in this case, I'm like, oh, this is this is good. I'm ready. I'm ready for the third one. And I'm not even seeing like, oh, it has to be good. It doesn't have it just has to be the same as how this has been going and I'll be perfectly satisfied with it. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think they're going to make it. I, it won't be. I'll be happy, I think, no matter what they do because I've, I've enjoyed the process yeah, so far. exactly. There's not, there's, I don't feel as much pressure to be like, they have to make this good or else everything is terrible. And because then everything became terrible. So yeah. I think this is fine. I liked <laughs> this lead up. And if, as long as they start making more movies like Rogue One, which I believe was a very strong movie, I thought it was strong too. What? Uh, when's the new? When's the? When's number nine coming out? Um, December twenty nineteen, I think, is the projected release date. The so solo movie is supposed to come out in May. I'm pretty sure. Is there anything coming out in December nineteen or eighteen? No. Ah. 
So we'll go like we'll go like a year and a half from Solo to Episode Nine. They, episode they Nine was solo. supposed to go. What's that? They should put Solo in December. I like having the Christmas tradition of going to see a Star Wars movie. I did kind of like that. They were um, Nine was supposed to come out in May of 2019. Like they were trying to cycle back to the original May schedule. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but then when they when they got rid of whoever was supposed to direct that and brought in J.J. Abrams, J.J. said, I want to go. I need another six months. I need to go December of 2019, which probably means May of 2020. So, I mean. No, that's true. <laughs> no. I'm, I wouldn't uh, get too attached to things. Well, I, we've, we've talked enough, I guess, but um, I'm not, I, I could, I'm not looking forward to Han Solo's backstory necessarily. That doesn't interest oh, really? me as much. Yeah, it just doesn't interest me as much. I think, I don't know. It just doesn't interest me. I, I think things in the Star Wars universe are cool. And I, I like that universe. I like uh, the world that they've built. And uh, I think it's interesting. So I'd be, I'd, I'll be interested in to see, to see what's going on. I'm going to like whatever they put in front of me that says Star Wars at the top. Like, I'm <laughs> All right. Well, that's the shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. I'm Baron. Hold fast. <laughs>